Hey there, listeners. It is currently Wednesday, April 15th, which means we are not only halfway through this week, but also halfway through the month of April. And this year, that milestone carries a little more value, considering experts have predicted that April will be the peak month for coronavirus cases. So do me a favor, take a deep breath, maybe sing some karaoke to Bon Jovi's Living on a Prayer, or tune into another episode of the 5-Minute Drill Brought to you by Up5 Media, which is ironically what you are doing right now. So welcome back, listeners. This is your co-host, Darian Phillips, and I am joined by Simran Sandu. Simi, how are we doing today? Darian, I'm doing well and I'm staying healthy, so I certainly can't complain, but I do want to cover up some loose ends from yesterday's episode. So to start off, President Trump softened his stance about being the final decision maker on reopening the country after governors across the U.S. stood their ground and pushed back. Also, the U.S. has officially cut funding to the World Health Organization due to their coronavirus response. The president feels that they failed in their duty to provide the necessary information about the virus, and so he's declared an investigation which would also halt any funding for the organization. Keep in mind, the U.S. gave them $453 million in the 2019 fiscal year. You know, that reminds me, there was also something that I wanted to wrap up from a previous episode as well. A couple of days ago, we talked about airlines being pretty irritated with the fact that they would need to repay some funds granted by that recent $2.2 trillion stimulus package. And yesterday we found out that their complaints were essentially ineffective as the government has refused to budge at all and 10 out of the 12 largest airlines have agreed to accept the assistance. Well, Darian, it's not like they had many other alternatives to choose from, but... On the other hand, that certainly hasn't been the case for Airbnb. They're raising another billion dollars in debt at a 9% interest rate, according to CNBC, which is pretty interesting given that they just raised a billion dollars about a week ago. And Airbnb isn't the only one getting some love right now, Simi. Let me fill you in. Joplin, Missouri just offered Tesla $1 billion in savings and incentives as an attempt to lure the electric car company to open the first Cybertruck factory in their city. The incentive package includes a discount on a 1,000-acre site as well as some retail access in addition to a handful of state and local tax credits, according to CNBC. And going back to earnings season, it's been a sobering start to say the least. JP Morgan's quarterly earnings were down 69% compared to a year ago, while Wells Fargo is down 89%. As a result, we saw shares for both companies fall roughly 3 to 4%. And similarly, JCPenney isn't seeing any good fortune in the near future here, Simi. On top of the fact that the retail industry was already being threatened by online retailers for the past couple of years, this crisis has forced JCPenney to shut down roughly 850 department stores over the past couple of weeks. And the retail giant is now reaching for a lifeline and is considering filing for bankruptcy protection in order to mitigate some of these unforeseen circumstances. And on top of that, we all know that the travel industry has been hit hard, especially cruises. But surprisingly, next year does seem to be promising as Carnival CEO Arnold Donald told CNBC that cruise bookings for 2021 are very strong and that the industry will eventually bounce back. I definitely applaud the optimism here, Simi, but prospects aren't looking too hot right now, if we're being honest. After all, the IMF is saying that the severity of this crisis will be unmatched by anything we've seen before, aside from the Great Depression. In particular, the group of experts is expecting the global economy to contract by nearly 3% in 2020, which is rather substantial in comparison to the 0.1% contraction we endured back in 2009. And in response to this, they are currently advocating for wealthy countries to begin suspending debt payments 
payments from low-income countries and claim that this will help free up roughly $14 billion a year in principal and interest payments. As of now, seven of the world's largest countries, including the U.S., said they would agree to the proposal as long as the rest of the G20 countries also agree to the terms. Yeah, and I guess markets just kind of filtered out that news because we saw all major U.S. indexes rise about 2 to 4%. And we have big tech stocks like Amazon and Netflix to thank for that one. But on that note, Darian, what are we seeing with gold and crude oil prices? Well, even after the recent agreement between Saudi Arabia and Russia, crude oil prices still continue to decrease and are currently hovering around $20 a barrel. And on the other hand, gold is sitting around $17.50 an ounce, Simi. Wow, and to think oil prices were three times as high this time last year. But anyhow, listeners, that caps off another episode of the 5-Minute Drill. As always, take a moment to check out our website and subscribe at up5media.com, and we will catch you bright and early Thursday morning as we continue our journey to redefine how you experience news.